coffee too. Can I have a sip? Yeah, for sure. Hi, it's Olivia. If you're a seasoned Risteology listener, you probably already know that I took over the podcast for Michael Ferris for this academic year. I haven't had an opportunity like this before, to have a platform to share what I feel is important. I know many of us feel like our voices often go unheard. Unread emails and endless inboxes, questions and suggestions overlooked. And with this auditory tool, I get the chance to hear your voices and broadcast them. RISD students have a lot of important things to say about their work, each other, the world, and the institution itself. Like, a lot. I want RISDology to be the medium between student voices and you, the person listening right now. This is my fourth and final year at this school. Over the years, I've heard a broad range of opinions about RISD, from sincere praise to vehement criticism. With each new perspective I hear, I find that mine changes too, and it will probably continue to change long after I graduate. In these conversations with peers, I've noticed recurring themes. Disconnection, competition, loneliness, isolation. I found myself wondering if it had always been this way. Lockdown started in my freshman year, so I never really knew RISD before COVID. The pandemic exacerbated this isolated feeling for everyone. Social interaction and shared physical space feel confusing. But now campus is open again and we have an opportunity to rethink the way we socialize and share space. We get to redesign RISD away from disconnection and towards community. But community is such a loaded word. What even is community? What does it look like, feel like? Or is it just fluff that gets thrown around in privileged academic circles? Lots of questions, lots of answers to be found. So how do we find them? We took a folding table and a microphone and set up on the RISD beach on the corner of Benefit and Waterman. When I say we, that includes Sophia Carrera-Britton, a senior in FAV, Risdiology producer, and a close friend of mine. You'll hear his voice in this episode too, along with trucks, motorcycles, and pedestrians. If you aren't familiar with the beach, you'll get acquainted with its sounds here. We asked anyone who passed us by, how do you define the Risdi community? I don't know if it is one community. I feel like it's a lot of different communities that intermix. So I don't know if it's very definable. That's Brady. I think he is encapsulating the rest of what you're about to hear. Everyone's answers spoke to a completely different experience and perspective. Generally speaking, though, the underclassmen had more positive things to say about the student body. So I haven't really been here long, but I think a lot of the community I've experienced so far is just kind of like finding small groups just to hang out, do stuff with like game nights. Sometimes you just walk in on people watching movies or something and ask if you can join in. And it's nice. Like I think it's it's a lot of just open time. A lot of people just during downtime and being able to join that is a lot of what I think the community is. Yeah. Very creative. It's really nice to be surrounded by 
a lot of creative people with a lot of great ideas. Um, it's also like I guess very like everybody advocates for something, and I think that's really awesome. How there's a lot of activism within the community and a lot of passion for a lot of things that people believe in. I think that's really cool. Mm -hmm. Um, coming here last year as a freshman, I felt really welcomed. I feel like this year it got more diverse. I know, I think they let in more freshmen, it seems like, each year. I think that's really nice, because there's more diversity. Yeah. And there's more black people, which is nice, yeah. being a minority. Um, I feel like it's mostly welcoming. I mean, there are some cliques and all, but I guess you'll have that wherever you go. The subject of diversity came up quite frequently in our conversations. What does that mean at RISD, and how do we do better? Mikey, the previous host of RISDology, happened to pass by and had this to say. The different types of people. I think the RISD community has, uh, we come from a variety of different countries. You know, my class alone represents 40 different countries with 14 different languages. I mean, where on earth or else are you going to find this type of um, diverse um, background and I think as designers and artists we have to be able to tackle problems from different perspectives that's the only way that we are going uh, to succeed and so by learning from our peers in our classroom in our studio um, how they view something uh, is important and uh, mm -hmm. that's how I would define the RISD community. Mikey is a fifth year. After spending some years at this school your perspective will change. How do upperclassmen define the RISD community? Oh God! Like as, as simple as long as you'd like. Um, as honest as possible. I mean, it's a group of really talented people, but like, we're not the friendliest. Um, I don't. I don't feel like I actually know that many people from RISD. Yeah. But. No, you're right. I think. I usually, I, I was gonna say I usually hang out with people just like me, but I don't really hang out. <laughs> I would say disjointed and disorganized and disappointing. Or there's lots of ways that we could be supporting each other that we're okay. maybe not. Um, or like lots of opportunities that we could be taking advantage of to like uplift each other. Um, and I feel as though the way like the courses are scheduled and just like the education is set up it's very like siloing and I also feel like it's very fragmented from the Providence community at large which I think is a problem with like its institutions in general but like specifically with RISD um, just because it feels like very much like we're on a hill and um, the rest of Providence is somehow separate. But what changes from freshman year to senior year? Yeah no I just think it's divided. I think we don't, actually for underclassmen, they work harder to make them more together, but then after that, it's definitely divided into majors, but then almost above that, you're kind of just alone in it, unless you kind of go out of your way to do stuff, but I also think people get more scared because they're like, oh, this is like, that community's already built up, or like that group of friends are already built up, so like, why do they need another person? So mm. I think it makes it like harder for people, yeah. well, at least upperclassmen. So, underclassmen feel a greater sense of community with each other than upperclassmen do. Freshman year, you're bonded with a group of 20 people for what probably feels like the most challenging academic setting you've ever experienced. You cling to each other for support. Without each other, everything becomes harder. But 
Entering your major, the work changes. Classes are shorter and cohorts are smaller. Obviously, sophomore year onwards, everyone's experience becomes radically different. But usually there's less need to rely on one another. You're on your own now, time to pave your own path. Outside of your residence hall, what's the peer-to-peer relationship like? We heard some trends across years and majors. There's, I think, a deep appreciation for where people are, if that makes sense. Like, people understand why they're here, what they're meant to do. But I think how some people interact with others can come off a little pretentious. Yeah. Some people need to understand, like, appreciate more, even more than they have, and appreciate not just the faculty and the school they're at, but also the people that they're going to be with for the next couple years. Yeah. I feel like people um, try to act like they don't care. And if you care, you're lame. (laughs) (laughs) That's my summary of the Rizzi community. Okay. Why do you think we treat each other that way right now? Um, Because we can't handle our own insecurities. Mm. So we project them onto other people that are more comfortable with themselves. Mm. Everyone's not as pretentious as I would expect, but I think just pretentious enough. How do you qualify just pretentious enough? <laughs> like, everyone's, like, somewhat confident, but also kind of hates each other. But in, like, a good competitive way, but also kind of nasty. Okay. Yeah. All right, so we're pretentious and competitive. The individual is prioritized throughout your time here as a student. After all, you're supposed to leave Risty as an artist, aren't you? When we're so inwardly focused, it can feel hard to belong anywhere. How could you fit into a community if it's hard to think beyond yourself? We asked a number of people if they feel like there's a place for them here at RISD. Okay, well personally, I don't know if it's because I'm extroverted, but I do feel like I have a place here. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) I find it not too hard to make friends and all, but I know some people feel like they don't, and a lot of people just consider leaving RISD because of that. I definitely think that there are a lot of great people and that everyone will eventually find people they connect with. Since I am a double major, I'm pulled between a lot of groups, so I feel like I don't necessarily belong to one or the other, and so there is that kind of like non-belonging. There's no like permanent settlement for me, if that makes sense, because I'm always up and about doing different completely different things to yeah. my respective majors. No, but like, not in a bad way. Okay. I'd say we're a group more of like scattered individuals. Yeah, I do. I think um, it's an interesting question because I've been here for five years and so I think there's been points over this five year period where that uh, I have felt more belonging and periods where I felt less mm-hmm. uh, a sense of belonging. Um, but I think it just goes with the times. Do you feel like it's hard to get to know people here? Uh, yeah. Yeah, I feel like once I established, like, my little community with people I know, it's very hard to, like, get to know new people unless I get into a new class and meet new people. When we asked about belonging, most people thought of their immediate circle, their friends. The small communities Brady was talking about at the beginning of this episode. But let's think about this on a broader scale. Does your small community have a place at RISD? Sanchez and Gabby had this to say. Uh, I, hmm, in like the general whatever, 
Like whenever we have like wellness stuff, like there's no not really any like I guess black stuff, like black hair here stuff, like no bonnets or nothing like that. And there's not a lot of, you know, black students here. So I definitely, like, my first, like, few weeks, I felt really alienated here. Like, I was, like, because I grew up in, like, a predominantly black neighborhood. And I was, like, damn, where am I? <laughs> like, <laughs> so, but it, it's gotten better. So I feel definitely like I, ha I have, like, my own little people here and everything that I can sort of rely on. So, yeah. It's yeah. definitely alienating being one of the very few native kids here and having to walk all the way to Brown to join their native yeah. affinity group. And I know a few uh, Native students here, and I know there's uh, Shandine at RISD Museum, um, and I spoke to her about starting an affinity group for Natives, and she was even wondering like why we don't have one, and I'm wondering why we don't have one. Um, and so it was very, I also felt very alienated at first, but it's cool now. <laughs> there is a lack of community, especially for those who don't feel they are represented in the student body. And it seems like most people relate to this to some degree. To be clear, our circles of friends are important. They uplift and support each other. But when we share this space, RISD, all together, why is it so hard to bridge the gaps? How would we do that? And do we need to? These questions are difficult to answer. There are many perspectives to consider, and hopefully RISDology can get us closer to an answer as the episodes continue. As you've heard today, there's a lot to work on. Competitiveness, a lack of informal common space, mutual support, connection outside of RISD, diversity, the list goes on. In this season, we want to explore student spaces on campus, the people who support them, and understand how they foster the community we want to see. For now though, we asked our volunteers to imagine their ideal RISD engaged with a broader community, um, like empathetic and uplifting. Yeah, coming from a place of like, if we work together, like our art is gonna be better, not like, it's, a, it's very like utopic, but like there are no secrets that like sharing community will like let out and make our art worse or something. Yeah. That's like how I feel sometimes. Um, like, Work-wise, I would definitely like hope for more like cooperation, like working together, sharing art more, like not in class as a crit kind of structure, but just like in general, daily. Yeah. Um, more communism maybe, socialism. Yeah. Less printing costs. Yeah. And so I think if we have more of a communicative environment sort of like brown with their like open green area where everyone can just jump in and start like playing fucking frisbee and shit and like yeah. they're all friends and crap i think it would definitely be a better community because if you see both of the both like the brown community and the rizzy community it's like night and day because of how much they are not socially awkward and like talking to one another <laughs> and <laughs> how much like friendly they are and then over here we're like don't bother me. I'm in all the shadows. I'm working. Uh, yeah. You know? <laughs> but, why yeah. Do you, why do you think we get like that? I think because we're overworked. But it's not even, like, work that we like. It's just busy work. Mm. But with them, they're doing work that is important for their major. Yeah. And it's, like, it's just, like, significant work that they want to do. 
but also it's I don't know maybe they have more spaces to be free in but also yeah. it's like you know you can't even say that because we do have open spaces that it's more able to be I don't know oh and speaking of Brown University a couple of Brown community members stopped by to offer their input as short or as long as you want and as honest Wait, as you are sorry, comfortable. I don't, I go to Brown. You go to Brown? Oh, yeah. though, you can well, still yeah, answer. Let's, let's hear your opinion. Yeah. Um, how do I define the rest of the community, I guess, well-dressed? <laughs> Honestly, yeah. Like, I feel like the highest compliment you can give to a pedestrian here is like, uh, you look like you go to RISD. <laughs> I guess that's something to celebrate. Good job, guys. But back to the beach where Brady will close us out. Have an image in your mind of what like your ideal RISD community would be? I feel like I've kind of found it, just like the people that I love and hang out with. Nice. Congrats, that's awesome. That's dope. Alright, have a good one. <laughs> what metal thing do you want me to make? Oh okay, so I'm making this. I didn't text you because I was like We are so appreciative of all the folks who stopped by to offer their perspectives. The generosity that our speakers lent to the microphone in front of them was truly moving and admirable. If you spoke to us that day, thank you so much. We've covered a lot of ground in this episode, and yet we're left with more questions than we started with, which is so exciting. I hope this was as generative for you, listening right now, as it was for us to create. This season, we want to prioritize student voices. There are a few episodes in development that explore student spaces and the community members supporting them, and we're stoked for you to hear them. But Ristiology is an ongoing conversation that doesn't end when the episode is over. So if you have anything to tell us, thoughts on this episode, your favorite student-run space, ideas for an episode, or anything you want us to hear, please email us at ristiology at risti.edu. And thank you for listening to this podcast. Hearing is just as valuable as sharing. This episode was produced by me, Olivia Schroeder, along with Sophia Carrera-Britton and Zora Gamberg. RISD-ology is sponsored by the Fleet Library at RISD.